1: Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
2: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: ...studios in the Varela Palace, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny loves to talk on that. Fresh stick of Burkle in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh, people dressed in plastic bags, directed trap some kind of fashion. Shake it up, she do be. All my friend Nick come around, flat to flat to party up. Rats on the west side, bedbugs bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter. My brain's just splattered all over. Manhattan, she do be, shake it Ooh, 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 ooh. I think I might've caught something from Keith. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High. Mafia, Maddie, George, the ball carrier, and of course in Kansas City, where the Chiefs are back in business, our main man Ty Stick Jones running it at LTN. We started off with a birthday roll call. The heavy hitter birthday. I mean, what is the deal? Like you know, Pearl Harbor Day. Listen to this lineup: Pete Alonso, the polar bear, Yaziel Puig. It goes on and on and on. Alan Fanica, Hall of Fame, Steeler, Legend. T.O., Tino Martinez, Yankee, Badass. Peter Laviolette, Larry Bird, God. Johnny Bench. I mean, does it get any thicker than that? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> yeah. How about the Pats last night in the b Carver High is so livid that the Bills lost to the Patriots last night. He refuses to do the show today. He can hear us. He just says he can't hear us. They're trying to, like, fix his, you know, earpiece, the mics, everything else. It's because the Bills lost. He refuses to cooperate with anyone here at Sports Grid. Pats ran the ball down the Bills' throat. How about they threw three passes in that game? I've never seen that before in an NFL game in my life. Damian Harris going 64 yards to the hizzy. Belichick says the Pats did what they needed to do to get it done, to go out and win. And you got Hyde and Poyer after the game for the Bills getting in a fight with the media in Buffalo. What is happening up in the At least the fans are still holding their own. They're out in the parking lot getting absolutely lit and hammered and jumping on tables and having sex with people they don't know at all. And babies. We'll talk about that later, though. Uh, John Harbaugh thinks Lamar's going to be uh, getting back on track in no time. After the Steelers threw him around at Heinz Field on Sunday, I was there. It was unbelievable. The Steelers upset the Ravens in a ketchup bottle. And then you got, like, the Bengals. Zach Taylor says their offense did not lack energy on Sunday. We'll talk to our boy, Blue. Mike Blue it. Of course, pro football. Today on Sundays on Sports Grid we'll get into everything Payne Day style with our boy Blue. Mike Tomlin says the Steelers are not going to have a hangover. I bet they will because every time they go on a road, they suck. And they're going to suck Thursday night against the Vikings at U.S. Bank. You know they're going to lose that game, right? Even though I saw them beat the Ravens, watch them go and stumble. And then Alexander Madison says the Vikings can't feel sorry for themselves. Did you see them choke? against the lions with four seconds left unbelievable my buddy lost a bankroll of money on that game we got everything today matt rule for you Uh, you know we got lafleur on the show jordan love in COVID protocol he's got the hanta emmanuel mosley niners out several weeks high ankle sprain for him Fitz magic hip surgery done for the season he never played Odds to win the MVP, we got it. Odds to win the Super Bowl, we got it. And the draft order we'll give you today of who's stacking up to get the top picks in the draft. And then we'll talk hockey. The Penguins Hammers, Seattle last night. The Kraken get lit up 6-1 by the Penguins who are hot. Gensel's been lighting it up. We welcome all of our radio affiliates. Sirius XM channel 159. Had a lot of Steeler fans talking about 159 at the game. On Sunday. They're like, we listened to you on 159. We listened on 204. We like 159 better. Hey, Pharrell, can you kick Chris Russo's ass? I said, yeah, no problem. I love Chris, but if it comes down to it, I'll kick his ass and everybody else's ass. And anybody else over there, tell. Mavia knows I'll do it. You want to go to the well? Bring me. You want to go to war? Bring me. I'm ready. I love serious action. Uh, My ear, 1090 in San Diego near. Tell you, want to do you, want to. Sports map, sports byline. Good to have you with us today on Coast to Coast. How about Bruce Boudreaux? He gets his first win with Vancouver. Four zip over to Kings. We'll talk about all the games tonight in the NHL so I can make you some money. And we got your college rack, KP Top 25. We got all of tonight's action in college rack. Paige Becker's UConn hoop star. She's out. Tibial plateau fracture. That's when you fracture your kneecap. I've had that injury. A guy undercut me. Broke my kneecap. Drag. I love watching that chick play. Odds uh, for the playoff semifinals. Who do you like in those games? We'll talk about it. Heisman finalists have been announced. We got Kayvon uh, uh, Thibodeau. He's declaring for the draft. He will not play in Oregon's bowl game. Why play when you know you're going to lose anyway? How about Utah bending over the Ducks twice? And that's kaput for them. They're finished. Crystal Ball gets the Miami job. Nice job by Brian Kelly, you classless hack. How do you do that? No one leaves Notre Dame. God will make him suffer, and if he doesn't do it, then Jesus will step up and do it to him. He will fail down in the alligators, down in the mud. Screw Brian Kelly!
0: That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Breezes, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
5: Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
3: So, Sports Grid just had to like open up the vault and give Carver High a new deal, a lot of money, and, and like beer. There was some hoagies involved, a, a kielbasa, I think, a, a and like a some kind of pizza thing. I think, like, a, I, I don't even know. All I know is he refused to go on today because of the Bills' loss last night. And earlier, when we were doing the pre-show, he gave me the finger. Unbelievable. He said. I'm sick and tired of listening to you talk about that crappy team of yours in Pittsburgh while you're stepping all over my bills and saying that the fans are impregnating women out in the parking lot. It is not a good scene. He refused to do the show today. Here he is. He got a new deal. Look at him. Here he is. Carver, High.
6: Sometimes you got to push a little bit. And good things will happen. So yes, I'm glad that all of this has worked out, and now I can join you today, right here on coast to coast. And as far as crappy teams go, I think that we could almost put the Bills in the same conversation as the Steelers with the way that they've gone about their business the last couple of weeks. Welcome back, Scotty. Let's start with a beautiful Monday night football game in blustery Buffalo last night. 14 to 10, the Patriots beat the Bills. They ran the ball. 43 times for 222 yards. They only attempted three passes. The big run in the first quarter, Damian Harris, 64 yards, busted through. Here it is, ESPN.
3: On third and five, pitch for Harris. Has the first down, and breaks it, it's
7: gone. Damian Harris threw everyone up the middle for the touchdown. 64 yards on the score.
3: Well, you know it's going to be a long night when the guy that goes his for 64 yards, I was like, is he on that team? I didn't even know he he played for them. I was at the Steeler game, and the guy Gentry caught two passes, the tight end. When he caught the first one, I went, who in the hell is that? When he caught the second one, I said, way to go, kid. You made a name for yourself today. I never heard of the guy. I, never, I don't even know who Harris is. When he went to the end zone, I was like, who's that guy? All right, okay. We got a seven-zip game here. I'm telling you, when they run up the middle, 64 yards on you, Carver High, it's lights out. Game over. Can't have it. Uh,
6: was not a good scene. The Bills had 10 guys in the box. The one guy who was in the back tried to make a play, didn't, and he was gone. Before we take the Bills to the cleaners for their miserable performance, let's start with the Patriots, Scotty, and Bill Belichick. Only three pass attempts? Who cares? We did what we needed to do to win. They weren't stopping the run. Why the hell would I stop? Here's Belichick.
4: Make no mistake about it. Buffalo's over to good football team. Uh, they're well-coached. Uh, they yeah, a lot sure good they players. are. Yeah,
6: right. And, um, right. Yeah. They
4: play hard, and they're tough. Um, so,
6: nice jacket, uh, good, Bill. Good to get this the win. jacket this guy's wearing.
4: We're um, really proud of our players. This guys did a good job on all three units. Um, you know, we played kind of the way we felt like we needed to play to win, and... Um, you know, in the end, you scored enough points. Um was a lot of situational football that, you know, I thought we, for the most part, handled fairly well. And, um,
6: yeah, sure. you know,
4: just yeah. got to give the players a lot of credit for just being, being tough, being disciplined, um, being resilient, and dealing with a really good football team and, uh, you know, conditions that were somewhat challenging. So um, good to... You know, to the win? I know,
3: I mean, my God, it's I mean, like, church. To move on. Listen, uh, he wears that coat when he goes on, you know, Saturday, Sunday, binge, uh, smashing grabs with the uh, fellas, you know, a little bear spray. He's got like, <laughs> he hits the Fendi store. He's got like the, his wife's jacket on when he does the crimes. It's unbelievable. Carver, High. if you remember, <laughs> uh, I know you haven't seen me in a while. I was in prison. Uh, the deal is this, I told you, we had this argument, we, we went through this a litany of times on coast to coast and on uh, the bench, was that I, I thought the Patriots uh, would beat Buffalo in at least one of those games. And I'm surprised they did it in the below. You were pretty confident they would win in the below. Now that you've seen your team melting like an ice cream cone, I guess the Super Bowl and all those big plans that everybody had for the Bills this year are starting to uh, slip away.
6: Well, here's the problem with the big plans that everybody had for this team. I guess the team themselves bought the hype. Uh, That's pretty much what's going on with the Bills. They read the press clippings. They read the headlines. They read the Super Bowl favorites at FanDuel Sports. They did it all because they absolutely have been awful the last few weeks. The only good team they've beaten this year, Scotty, is Kansas City. All the other teams that they've beaten all suck, all right? When they've played the good teams this year— it happens like last night, the Patriot game, the Titan game. We can go on and on. They play good teams, they lose. What's That's what the Bills have done this year. They what's are a mediocre 7 and 5 football team. Uh what's wrong with them? I think the defense thinks they're better than they actually are. They padded those stats against the bad teams. Oh, they're number 1 in DVOA, number 2. They suck in a big spot. Like oh. last night, where the other team, the other team told you We're going to run the ball on you 40 times. All you got to do is stop us. And they didn't. 222 yards. And here's your next joker. This guy, Sean McDermott, who's a big, fake, tough guy. We're a tough football team. We play in Buffalo. We play in the elements. This guy never, never... Manages the game correctly in a big spot. I don't know what he was doing with his timeouts last night. I don't know why he waited three quarters to let Josh Allen throw the football when he's throwing tight spirals through the wind in the fourth quarter. Here's Sean McDermott who says, "I oh, don't give Bill Belichick any credit. We beat ourselves. They didn't beat us. Yeah, okay, Sean. Here it is.
8: Let's not give more credit than we need to give credit to Bill Belichick in this one. It was...
6: Oh, um, whether sure. Whether it's Bill or anybody
8: else, they beat us, right? You sit here and you tell me when they start with the average starting when we start with the average starting field position of the forty yard line and he starts with the twenty three yard line and I'm rounding up in both cases. And we were one for four in the red zone and they're all need Any timeouts, Sean? You
6: got any timeouts left at the NXT?
8: I'm saying I like my chances. I like my chances. So it's not I don't think Good challenge. with all due respect, it's not a Bill Belichick type thing. It's what are you doing with oh, the opportunities you got? That is. What are you doing with the opportunities you got? <laughs> we turn the ball over at the plus thirty some yard line. Yeah it is. Sloppy football. Call another run play. Sloppy football. Call so, another run play. Um, I'm very comfortable in that situation.
3: Here's the deal. Yeah, I bet you, you know, you are. Belichick reminds me of Saban, their friends in the in the same consistency as a game plan and it's executed to perfection. We're going to go into Buffalo, and we are going to run the ball down their throat all night. We're not even going to throw the ball. This is what we're doing, and it worked. And this guy McDermott won't acknowledge that because he's upset in the moment. I'll tell you this much, though. Carver High was going to invite that guy to Thanksgiving dinner last year in Strong Island because he was the greatest coach ever. A year later, he won't even let him like, give the kids a Christmas present. You're not a, a allowed on my yard. You're not allowed near He's my yard. done home. a
6: bad job this year. I don't year. like you. He's done a bad job this year. He's done a bad job. He can't manage a game properly. He's way too conservative. The decisions that he makes in the game are way too conservative. I get it. Josh Allen's crazy, and he used to throw the ball over the place. He's a better player now. He's a smarter player now. Let him go and win the game and stop running the ball to the middle of the line when you can't run on second down. And here's these other two jokers, uh, Poyer and Micah Hyde, who I like. They're great players. But you can't get upset when you've given up 500 yards on the ground at home for the second game in a row. Here these guys are getting mad at the media.
0: 40 years in the, media. the team
1: has won a game running that
6: few times in a game. I mean, passing that few times. Is that embarrassing? Yes. I mean, what kind Boy, of question is Yes, doing, it's bro? embarrassing.
3: What kind that's of question is that? Question. What are we doing? It's a great it's about question. about stopping somebody. That. Listen, a stupid uh, shock wouldn't understand I mean, that that's I
9: think a great keep our uh, seven points.
7: Yeah, we will keep four, 14 to 14,
9: 14 to 10 score? What
3: are you going to do?
1: We made stops when we had to. They had one big run. I mean, they got good backs. They, yeah, yeah, all right. One um, big they run! Back to a couple of runs. I mean, I don't know how you want us to answer that question.
3: Well, because you're stupid. Yeah, sure.
6: Yeah. That's funny. Well, I'll, we'll remember that. That you are funny. I'll remember that.
3: That what is are you gonna, funny. Are going to remember? What are you going to have a drive-by by the, by the writer's house? Are going to kill him? Here's the deal. The only football player I know, literally, that I know personally that has any kind of smarts at all is is Ty sticking up. All well, the rest of them are stupid. That's what it is.
4: What is the winning edge? It's a happy wife. A happy wife. It's the thrill of sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Reese's
0: peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
5: Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block.
3: Love our boy Blue, uh, Mike Blewett. Uh, Pro Football Today on Sundays. You can check it out on Sports Grid TV. He's always on coast to coast, frequently, uh, if you will. Uh, let's start by uh, and we'll, uh, this outfit that you have on. Can we show him? I mean, this is just fantastic. I'm sure he wore it Sunday, but this is literally. I mean, this is like showing up Carver High. Carver High comes yes. in high with the yes. with the, you know Bills jacket. Hey, look at this guy coming in with a Steeler. Sport coat and the terrible towel behind it. I mean, honestly, this is I, – I, it's sexual to me. I don't even know what to do over here. I, I'm getting all I worked it. up. I might get uh, an I 18-wheeler. I, I got it all going here with that outfit you got on. And I had a blast at the game. Let me tell you what. All their miserable games that they played this year, the Raider game, all the rest, etc. the Lion tie, all of that went down the toilet. After I saw them come back and beat Lamar and the Ravens, rowdy crowd. It was lit. That two-point conversion was right in my face in my seats in the end zone, and it was awesome being there. It was completely jacked. I had a blast. Great game. It was fun to be there.
7: Yeah, I had to feel great. Uh, obviously, with Ben making the announcement, or at least of the leak of the rumors of his impending retirement, you wonder if they were going to be in a lame duck situation, which frankly, they have been all year and start to lose motivation. But clearly, the leader of this team is the outside linebacker, edge rusher, defensive end, whatever you want to call him. And he showed up big. I thought they really got in Lamar's face. I think the Ravens showed some of their flaws there. They obviously got injured worse during the game. But when it came to crunch time, the Steelers played better than them in the fourth quarter. They did not show up for the first three. Uh, We talked about earlier off air about a bunch of mistakes they made. But this is kind of who the Steelers are. They they can gut it out against some of the good teams, the Chargers where they nearly won, the Ravens they beat. And then, like you said, Thursday night, you can feel it coming like a freight train. They tied the Lions a couple of weeks ago. And you just wonder what team is going to show up on Thursday night.
3: When you saw, you know, the bomb for a touchdown drop by the Steelers, the extra point missed uh, by the Steelers. Those are the kinds of mistakes that will cost you a game every time. I can't believe they won the game after having those two plays happen. And here's why they won. They won because of T.J. Watt. I thought Highsmith played great, and I he thought did. Ben Roethlisberger played great. I thought he made great passes uh, in late in the game, and the first, you said it best, the first half of that game at least, I mean, they were, uh, it was mayonnaise. I mean, they looked awful. People were booing, people were drinking, and no one even cared. It was like the worst game ever, and then suddenly that game came to life
7: yeah last 18 minutes really they they came to life like you said Najee was breaking off runs benny snell had big runs the only thing i still can't quite figure out in this offense is why claypool can't get more involved Uh, clearly this passing offense is not that efficient but for a player of his stature and ability i i do struggle to to understand why he can't get involved on a more regular basis but that being said Deontay Johnson was awesome in crunch time. I know he had that one drop, but he was awesome. And it is clear that the team loves him. Every time you listen to a broadcast, the announcers rave about how the team raves about uh, Deontay Johnson. So he's clearly a big cog in that offense. And he and, and Najee moving forward are going to be a force to be reckoned with if they can get the quarterback situation figured out long term along with the offensive line.
3: Listen, I I thought, uh, you know, Najee, you're right. He had a couple of big burst runs up the middle for eight, nine yards, whatever, late in that game. But I mean to tell you, I I think this guy Canada's offense is Pop Warner City. It is the worst. All they do is run this kid up the middle on every series at least twice. They're always in third and nine, third and ten situations. I think that offensive coordinator is awful. One other note. I've been going to all these games in Pittsburgh and just absolutely blowing loads of money. And I mean, spending money like you, I have no idea. Fancy restaurants, Ubers, airlines, hotels, everything. Everything I see, I eat. My wife told me she's going to get even with me and her friends. They're going to go to the Caribbean and sleep with other men in a revenge world tour for all the money I've blown going to steal games. She said, I will go to the Caribbean and sleep with other men.
7: I mean, if you wore this blazer out in Pittsburgh, wouldn't she be scared that this same thing would be happening to you? That the the ladies uh, of Pittsburgh would be flocking towards you? Not that they don't Uh, already, mind you. uh, But if this blazer were on you, uh, wouldn't she be worried that you may never come home again?
3: No, she knows there's a lot of fat chicks in Pittsburgh. Uh, So here's the deal. I saw a chick fight. I told Carver High last night, chick fight, leaving the game. Walking out of Hinesfield, a a drunk chick fell into this chick's Ram truck and the chick got out of her truck. And she's like, yo, you sloppy H. You know what she said. She said, watch what you're doing, bro. And then the girl, haymaker, punched her right in the mouth. And then the chick that got punched, she responded by grabbing this chick with the people's elbow and took her head right into the quarter panel of the truck. And then when she was on the ground, she gave her a couple of these a couple of those, and then all the fans were yelling, chick fight, chick fight, chick fight. Most of the chicks in uh, Pittsburgh have beards, so I'm not trying to get laid in Pittsburgh. I'm trying to eat good food and win football games. I already got a hot wife. There's no hot chicks in Pittsburgh. And everybody in Pittsburgh that doesn't like that comment, have a stromboli. I don't care what you think. Um, were they single, those ladies? Just asking. I hope so. Let me ask you this question, Blue. What did you think of the Bills last night and their head coach, uh, who seems to be uh, having a little problem admitting that he got worked over by his friend on the other side of the line, Mr. Belichick?
7: So I I think you can see by the reaction from McDermott and from uh, Micah Hyde in the post-game press conferences that they were a little on edge. They were clearly ticked off. It was not a game that they... Could, lo- could afford to lose. They are now significantly behind the Patriots. Yes, uh, they have a chance to climb back into it, but it's looking fleeting right now. I thought lots of mistakes were made. They ran 43% out of the nickel package last night in a game where the opposing team threw the ball three times. So uh, I would suggest we work on a different front there, perhaps front-load it. Now, he's ta- the the players, I, I actually agree with the players that that question is designed to get a reaction out of them now for you and I that's par for the course you're trying to get a reaction out of someone you're trying to elicit some sort of information from them but I just thought they lost their cool there Uh, I would not personally ask it that way so I understand why the players are irritated I just thought that they lost their cool a little bit there as far as McDermott is concerned not giving credit to Bill Belichick when it's clear he was out coached, they ran an offense that we haven't seen in our lifetimes last night, and they won anyway. Uh, it was as if they were they played with one arm behind their back last night, Scott, and they still won. He ran Josh Allen, McDermott did six times in a game where everybody was running the ball. Josh got a strong arm, and you could see he was cutting a few through the wind, but. The back shoulder throw to Diggs, it didn't get there. It's too windy. They right. they can't kick field goals. There was a number of things they could have done to adjust. Bad challenges, bad clock management. I thought he looked like a rookie last night compared to Belichick.
3: So who wins the rematch, and what if uh, they end up somehow, some way meeting in the playoffs? Are you going to uh, bet against uh, Bill in any of those games? I think they proved last night that they can beat the Bills, no problem.
7: Yeah, I still struggle to to see how the Patriots can make it to the Super Bowl when they don't really have a vertical passing game, but their defense is proving that they yeah. are at least AFC championship caliber and yeah, sure. Mac is controlling the ball, not turning it over, and now they have a run game. So I would never bet on the Bills the way they're playing right now and going into Gillette Stadium to try to get a W. No, thanks. I think the Patriots can get knocked off, but right now, not by the Bills. Josh Allen looks worse than he did a year ago. The run game is non-existent. The coaching is off. And seven and five is right about where they deserve
3: to be. Hold on a second. Uh, Ty's uh, talking in my ear right now. Let me just like, do Morris code. Tell him to talk about the Chiefs or get the hell off the show. Uh, you know, talk about the Chiefs apparently being the, the cream of the crop or, or take that. Wait. Stupid sport code and go home. Uh, he is at home, you idiot. Anyway, uh, he's saying if you don't talk about the Chiefs, we got problems here.
7: Well, they are, again, going to be a nearly double-digit favorite against a divisional opponent. The offense just does not look like they have looked in years past, but the positive to take out of this tie and all my friends in Kansas City is that the defense, which we thought would improve over the course of the year, because that is typically the way a Steve Spagnuolo defense operates, is doing that. They are limiting other teams. I'm not saying they played murderer's row, but the defense being better right now is important. Now they just need to get the dynamic Patrick Mahomes back on track. He's thrown, I believe, seven touchdowns versus four interceptions, but... Uh, four of those touchdowns came in one game, so the touchdown to interception ratio is still off compared to what we normally see out of Patrick.
3: So Thursday, the Vikings five and seven host the Steelers uh, in US Bank in Minneapolis. Who do you like there?
7: Um, I mean, it's a flat three right now. I think you were probably hoping for a hook either way. Would it's the the Vikings have played twelve games so far this year, Scott? 11 of them have been one-score games. They've lost four of their last six. All of those are one-score games since their bye week. We know the Steelers played down to the level of competition, but the Vikings continue to be without Dalvin Cook. I think the Steelers are going to have their work cut out for them. It's a tight game. Give me the points.
0: That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Races, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
5: Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
2: And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: So I was like in the Steel City and everywhere I went, people were like, hey, Pharrell. And I'm like, Hey. If you're not following us on on you know Twitter at like at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV, I'm not even gonna respond to you. I don't even know you. Leave me alone. Do not touch me. So if you follow us on social media, then you can do whatever you want. We'll hang out, chill, do whatever. Cigars, shots, beers. beer, and banana. beer, and banana. a Puke. I looked out my hotel window and I saw a plane carrying a gigantic Iron City beer flag and I thought to myself in but an you got to be from Pittsburgh uh, do they have a beer uh, in Buffalo Carver High a special beer that they drink because they jump on tables naked and impregnate women I don't know what's going on up there they're drinking something
6: uh, they have several different local breweries uh, in the Below right now. Uh, so they're all over the place, and which is good. Uh, I think every city now has their own local breweries. It's kind of uh, been a rising thing around the world the last 10 years or so. So imping and Iron right there for you. Good stuff. Let's talk about the team that the Steelers beat on Sunday, Sky. It was Baltimore Ravens. Another iffy performance for Lamar Jackson. Here's John Harbaugh. He thinks that Lamar will get back on track this week against the Browns.
9: Well, you just got to get back on track. I mean, it's not going to be as defining a Thing, it's going to be part of his story. You know, I think it's going to be part of, for anybody. That's their story, the, the challenges that you face. I mean, it's never going to be easy. There's sometimes it maybe seemed easy. You know, it seems easy. Sometimes you get on a roll, but uh, it's too competitive. Everybody's too good. You got lucky. You know, for it to, for it to be easy all the time. And, and he just got lucky expect with that. all them, them comebacks. So we've just got to work through it, fight through it, and, and uh, get the job done.
3: Look, I think they'll beat the Browns because uh, the Browns are another paper champion that's going to go to the Super Bowl every year. ESPN spends about an hour a day talking about the Browns and Baker Mayfield and they're going to the Super Bowl. It's just such a waste of time. Uh, they stink, okay? Even the crappy Steelers beat them in Cleveland. Don't forget that either, okay? Dog pound. Here's the deal, Carver High. Uh, you know, uh, this guy is grease lightning. I watched him. He may have got you know, dump six or seven times because the Steelers were possessed. But he got away at least 10 times. And he made like, I was sitting there and I said to the guy next to me, uh, my buddy Jeff, who I've known for 30 years, I said, listen, this guy's better than Fran Tarkington. And we thought he was great. Remember the Viking quarterback? They said he was the greatest, uh, you know, escape artist ever in the pocket, scrambling everywhere. Never won the Super Bowl, but went to four. But this guy, Lamar Jackson, makes that guy look like fat and slow like Ben Roethlisberger because this guy is the most exciting guy to watch play football right now, more so than Mahomes, more so than anyone. Uh, When he is out there breaking ankles and busting moves and then like creating something out of nothing or ripping a pass 20 yards after he runs like 40 yards behind the line of scrimmage and still gets a pass off, he is just fine, thank you. He's incredible, a mega talent.
6: A lot of things did not go right for the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday against the Chargers at home, but head coach Zach Taylor says the offense was not one of them. He thought the offense played well. Here's Taylor.
9: I, I thought we moved the ball well. We had two turnovers in our first two possessions on, on potentially really big plays, and, and they both happened for different reasons. We um, were down and 20. In the next drive, we had a penalty on a, on a really efficient run, um, and then we had a penalty that took away a third down conversion. So. I don't think energy has anything to do with with two penalties by two different people and two turnovers by two different people. So uh, I, I thought otherwise, you know, you you take a step back and you watch the tape, you feel awful last night. Um, man, what what could we all have done better? And then you watch the tape and, and you really look at okay, what was it? Um, you know, aside from those four initial issues, uh we we were on the road to moving the ball pretty effectively. And then and then once we got that the whole team kind of calmed down at 24 to nothing. We did start moving the ball, you know, for, for several possessions. 24 to nothing. um, I don't, I don't, I don't see an energy being an issue.
3: Thanks coach for at least acknowledging that you got bent over and it was 24 to nothing in your stadium. I mean, when I saw the chargers blowing that game, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. If you put 24 up in the first half, you got to score at least 14, 17 more. Like, who in their right mind scores 24 and then never scores again? Like, if you're able to get it in uh, and and score that effectively, there's got to be more options to keep scoring. Every time I see a game, this in-game betting and all the rest, I'm like, they just scored 24 they are going to do something in the second half. Sure enough, they did. They got it up to whatever, 44, 41, whatever it was. They did score again, but they were in trouble when they blew that lead. That would have been really embarrassing and and almost catastrophic for the Chargers if they would have blown that game, Mike.
6: Uh, It's amazing how you can't figure those two teams out week to week. Uh, The Bengals and the Chargers. One week they look great. One week they just have performances that you cannot figure out. You've talked about the Steelers a lot already. They have a very short turnaround Thursday night when they go to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Here is Mike Tomlin for you, Scotty. He says... (laughs) They will not have any kind of hangover on a
0: short week. I'm not concerned about it. Um, They're coming off of a big game versus a division opponent as well. I've been in the NFC North. I know what those divisional matchups mean in that division. Uh, That's big ball for them um, playing against Detroit Lions. And so from that standpoint, uh, uh, it's fair. (laughs) And so I'm not wasting a lot of time pondering those things. I'm more focused on getting this group ready and in the right frame of mind. Uh, and in the best physical condition we can get him in to go into the stadium.
3: Listen, I like Tomlin a lot. I am not in the group of people that that say he's got to go. Every time they lose or don't have it go their way in the playoffs or whatever when the Browns beat him, they're like, fire Tomlin. The Rooneys don't fire head football coaches. The guy's been there 15 years. He's done a great job. He's never had a losing season. He might very well have a winning season this year, uh, which would be incredible, but they're not going anywhere. My guess is they lose the game Thursday night because every game they play away uh, is a disaster. And some of them at home, the Lion game, he knows all too well what it's like to get bent over by the Lions in a tie. You talk about going to the prom with a fat chick. I mean, that was it right there when I left that game 16. I I started speaking in tongues for, like, 24 hours. I'm like, I saw a tie game with the Lions. What could be worse? Like, is chlamydia better than this? Honestly, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me.
6: The Vikings will be the opponent on Thursday night for the Steelers. They are dealing with a lot of injuries right now, including running back Dalvin Cook. Alexander Madison been carrying the load for the Vikings. He says... We cannot, feel so, we cannot feel sorry for ourselves with all the injuries.
8: We just have uh, a mentality that, you know, we do it for you know, one another. Um, you know, next man up mentality, of course. We just have to understand that um, everyone's out there fighting, giving their all. And, you know, uh, we're in a game where, you know, injuries are likely to happen. So we just have to continue to fight for one you another. Um, whether someone's down or, or
6: not, we have to continue you to lose. just keep uh, fighting for one another. And I think that's uh, something that's helped us a lot. It's just... Um, fighting for one another.
3: It really is amazing, Carver Hyde, that this team is five and seven with as much money as they have on that payroll and the talent that they have. I mean, really, they should be winning. I, I think they're loaded with talent. I mean, Jefferson, it goes on and on. And then they'll say the injuries or whatever else. The bottom line is this. They have had this guy, Cousins, they're giving him 35, 40 million a year for a few years. And what do they have to show for it? not a they never get it done they'll probably beat the Steelers because that's the way the NFL rolls right one week you lose to the Lions and next week you, you play in prime time on a Thursday night and you'll beat the Steelers the Steelers I uh, every time they get on a plane I mean why wear a mask you know you're gonna lose the game anyway just don't even wear the mask let's go The
6: Carolina Panthers are coming off of the bye this week. They will host the Falcons on Sunday. Nice welcome back from the bye for offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Chopped on Monday by head coach Matt Rule. Here he is explaining the decision.
3: You know, I think I told you guys I felt it was appropriate to take some time during the beat week. Go back, really think about where we are in the process, what we need to do. Um, Go back and watch the tape, watch the practices. And uh, Check my bank make and a clear headed decision. So much money, I, can fire yeah, whoever I want. planned on meeting with Joe on Saturday. Uh, he wasn't I'm available Saturday, so coach. I sat, to, sat down with Joe yesterday on coach. Sunday. Uh, informed him uh, that I was going to go in a different direction, uh, that I was going you know, to leave him of his duties as offensive coordinator. Yeah. Great. Uh, Joe's an unbelievable person. Um, oh, here we go. An person, young coach. Unbelievable. Excellent young person. coach. God, person. Excellent uh, young professional, coach. to be quite honest with you. He oh, took my hand, uh, thanked oh, me. Great recruiter. Uh, we, we yeah, great ended, recruiter. We ended with a hug. He's a great recruit. And uh, I wish him the best. Him and gave um, a hug. Very gave a hug. very grateful for his time here. Um, you know, he, he's done a lot to get us moving in the right direction, but this was something that he's I felt like so uh, from a football him, perspective. He's talking so much about it, but he fired him. You fired him. We needed
0: to do now. Here's
3: the deal. My sources <laughs> deep within the Pentagon have told me that when he hugged him, he actually uh, goosed him as well. He gave him a, <laughs> like a little right in the. It's like right in the, right in the old kiss. Like, gave him one of those. Like,
6: Maddie. Like honestly. Like you fired the dude. Like he'll get another job. You don't. You don't have to lather him up as you sh- as you shove right. him out the door. Like the Is great offensive horse? guru Joe Brady. Uh, I mean, he'll get another job, Matt. Don't worry. Uh, You screwed him already. Is there anything worse? Let's go to Green Bay now.
3: No, there isn't. phony-ass coach sitting there telling you what a great guy he is after you just did him six weeks till Sunday. You fired him. His family, everybody screwed. But you're telling everybody I gave him a hug, and he's a great guy. You are a phony, bro. (laughs) I would have said, like, listen, I fired him. I'm sure he's looking to kill me right about now. But we sucked, and I had to do something. Why give it the cheese, the feta cheese response? What a guy. He's the greatest guy I've ever known. A beautiful human being. He'll land on his feet for sure. Whatever.
6: The Green Bay Bay Packers also coming back from the bye this week where they've got the Sunday night game. Another primetime Bears-Packers game for you on Sunday night, Scotty. I know you're fired up for that. Aaron Rodgers' toe has been a lot of discussion the last few weeks. Here's head coach Matt LaFleur. He thinks it's going to be just fine. Aaron's already told We're us that. We're still talking about his Matt. toe. Oh, got, to got to talk about, about the toe. toe. Well, I, I know he was, you know, getting treatment and doing everything he can to be Yeah, 100%. I Yeah, he does what he wants. I still think it's, he, he does it's what a he process wants. like anything. Uh, and we'll see where he he's at Pat this
8: week. You know, show hopefully we can day. get him out there at practice. But if not, we've got a lot of confidence in just his ability to go out there and play at a high level.
3: I mean, uh, you know, between the two of them, they are just raking in money and endorsements. McAfee's a genius for having him on, and Rodgers has run it right into like jeopardy and everything else. What doesn't that guy do? I mean, I think he could play and win with every single toe on both feet broken. I mean, he's he's like Jesus, right? Your boy, uh, Aaron Rodgers. He just, everything goes his way. Even when he's a liar, he wins. Like the guy, he, he lied about his uh, COVID shots and everything, and then he still went out and got his way. And then the, how about this? The white guy gets his way. The brothers all get kicked out of the league for three games. Nice job there with the diversity up at the Park Avenue offices of the NFL. Let Aaron Rodgers do whatever he wants. We'll get these uh, black guys and we'll suspend them. And don't even tell me I'm wrong either.
6: The Packers also placed Jordan Love on the COVID list. 49ers cornerback Emmanuel Mosley out several weeks with a high ankle sprain. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hip surgery done for the season. He hasn't played since week one anyway. It's ice cold Heineken light time in Washington, baby.
0: It's simple, really. Listen That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Braces, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
5: Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it
3: Carver, hi, a guy at the Steelers game said to me, who do you want to get to replace Big Ben? Because they're probably not going to get Pickett unless, you know, Mavia said a a trade with, like, the Jets maybe because they already have Wilson. Maybe they would do that. Who knows? Uh, But more likely a veteran player that uh, would be dealt from an NFL team to the Steelers. And somebody said Fitzpatrick. I said, I don't want him. I'd rather have Minshew. No. I think that kid's young and he's exciting. Yeah. He makes plays. He's done well. He's had some level of success here and there. I thought he looked good Sunday. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in Pittsburgh. He could bring back the mullet.
6: Yeah, and he'd be a lot cheaper option than, let's say, a Matt Ryan or somebody like that who will probably oh, be on the God. Steeler radar when Maddie we get to the Uh let's, let's take a look at some of the futures here as we head into week 14 now. Who's at the top of the MVP board now, Scotty? Well, why not? 44-year-old Tom Brady. Let's just give it to him already. Plus 150. Now your favorite to win the MVP. Aaron Rodgers. The two old guys at the top. Then Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. You might as well take him off the list. Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, and Matthew Stafford there as well, Scotty.
3: Well, I mean, I got to give it to Rodgers at this point, playing with, uh, you know, broken toes. Uh, he's a liar. He's been convicted by the public and crucified, died and buried, rose again on the third day. I got to go Aaron Rodgers for me, uh, playing with all these maladies and problems, and, he's and- a liar. So you got to go with him. I like him.
6: Uh, and on the Super Bowl side of things, let's see how far up the board the Patriots have gone after their Monday night win. They are now third choice at 7-1. to one. The Bucks, the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Cardinals, the Pack of the Bills. That's just what America needs, Scotty. Super Bowl Sunday, Tom Brady against the Patriots.
3: Can't you see it now? Oh, God. I will vomit at a toilet all morning <laughs> like they're uh, going to have to come in and help me. They're going to have to... Yeah, I have to help me. Yesterday, when I was I on know. that plane that was circling LaGuardia and I was going to be late for the show, I started sweating like Fred Flintstone. Then he said, What's wrong with you? I'm like, Mind your own bitches.
0: We could give you some BS saying we get off on the high minded calculations and analysis. <laughs> <laughs>